0: Well, greetings. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, as well as the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries. Well, today I'm coming on here to talk to you a little bit about angels and spirits sent by God and those that are sent by Satan. But let me bag that train up a little bit on this podcast. We have what life, love, joy, peace, and what harmony. Now we can move forward. Yes, we're talking about today um, angels and spirits sent by God and sent by Satan, because some people think that all um, all angels that come, they're all sent by God. No, I beg the differ. I am going to. Uh, share some things with you that I've been studying and, and reading and things like that. And it's going to help you uh, to understand better uh, some things you may not understand, your things that may be happening, and you, you're kind of confused about it. Like, what what did I just hear? What did I just see? So let's just move forward, okay? Now, good angels are messengers, uh, deliverers, and uh, guides that were sent by God to what? To his people. For uh, he will command his angels. Remember that scripture? Psalms 91 and 11 where he said, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Now, two good angels warned Lot to get himself and his family out of Sodom before God destroyed it. Okay? We know that to be true. Read Genesis 19, 1 and 15. Okay? Gabriel brought an answer from God to Daniel, okay, who was praying, okay, Daniel 9:20 20 and 23. Now, Daniel was praying, but for some reason, it felt like it was a delay. Have you ever prayed and it feel like God didn't hear you? Oh, no, it's not that God didn't hear you. See, that's what the angel, when he came back, he told Daniel, He brought back the uh, the answer, but he was wrestling with the prince of Persia. He was wrestling with other angels to get his his prayer to God. See, there are angels other than God's angels, okay? That's in Daniel 9, 20 and 23. Gabriel also brought the news to Zechariah that his wife, Elizabeth, would bear him a son. Yes, (laughs) John, his name was John. You know the thing that I love about God is... God is so amazing, you know. He did the same thing to Mary. An angel came to Mary and brought her the word that she was to have a son. Yes. And the thing about it is, these two women, uh, as you go back and read the story, it talks about when the uh, about Mary. Now we're talking about Mary and Elizabeth. And you remember when when Elizabeth got the news that Mary was carrying a child, and the baby leaped in her womb. Yes. Uh, when they got together, the babies, they met together in the womb of their mothers, and then they met again in the water when Jesus was when, when Jesus was about to be baptized by John. Isn't that something? Yes. Luke 1, 13, 18, and 19. And to the Virgin Mary, there we go, that she would bear a son named Jesus. Yes. Uh-huh. Cornelius the Cetirian uh, distinctively saw and spoke with one of God's angels, who called him by name and told him that God had taken notice of his prayers and his gifts to the poor, Acts 10, 3, and 4. See, that goes back to where when I tell you all the time, you don't have to sound uh, the alarm and, 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 and show people everything that you're doing in the open. See, he came back and told him. What did he say to him? He said, God took notice of you. See God see all the things that you have done and, and are doing, so you don't have to tell God what He already know. So when you're when you're doing that, it's like you want the attention from man, and you want man or woman to tell you, "Oh, you're doing a great job." Yes. So God, he 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 um he took note of him. He took he took note of him because of his good works that he the gifts that he was given to the poor. Yeah, Acts 10, 3 and 4. Read it at your, at your leisure. Not only good angels, but evil angels and demons ultimately answer to God and to do his will. Mm, I bet that shocked you, huh? Everything the enemy does, I always tell you, he have to get permission. Anytime God is tired and sick and tired and tired and sick and tired of him, baby, guess what? Satan have to flee. Okay, as strange as it may seem, evil is an integral, essential part of God's great plan. Okay, otherwise, these angels would not have been allowed to choose evil over good after God created them. Okay, an evil angel or demon is permitted, they are permitted to do the bidding of Satan. Okay, as long as God approves. Did you hear what I said? Okay. And let me go back and read that. An evil angel or demon is permitted to do the bidding of Satan as long as God approves the activity and does not have another specific task in mind for that particular spirit. OMG. OMG. Now, we know one thing, okay? God ends evil angel spirits as agents of punishment to those who sin against him or transgress against other people. We know that in Psalm 78:49. When you go back, read all the scriptures that I'm giving you. Go back and read it for yourself. Okay. He also may send angels to, to the lost, to the repubate people, to delude them even more completely than they already have allowed themselves to be deceived. Uh-huh read 2 Thessalonians 2, 11. God is fully aware of such people. I'm telling you all, we think we can get things past God. Oh, no, you cannot. But see, it's not up to us, okay? They were given every possible chance to turn toward God, but they always refuse to do so, and what? And are unfortunately unredeemable. Sometimes, now just sometimes, uh, people like this are used as an examples to others who are not yet saved, but who are redeemable or to encourage them to what? Cease from doing something which is self-destructive. Okay? Uh, you know, like we always say, you know, we'll tell our kids or we'll tell people that nearest dearest dear to us as we as leaders, we'll tell the people that we know you might not want to do that. That's your, your error. You're not. And they keep doing it. They keep doing it. You know, then God, he really, he releases them over to repubate mind, And they, sometimes they're redeemable and sometimes they're not. It's a such thing called repentance. Repentance means you don't go back and return. Repentance means to turn, to turn from, to turn away from. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> Satan, on the other hand, now we're going to talk about Satan. Now, Satan, on the other hand, sends evil angels and demons to the people. To what? What do he do? What do he do? He tempts, he deceives, he, he depresses them, among many other things. And we know that, okay? And even to cause accidents or to attempt to destroy them. they can also He can also cause disease and addictions uh, to induce greed and hunger for power. And, you know, uh, I want to put a pen there. Because a lot of times we've been so greedy for power, power, power. We want we want so much power. And see that's what that's what uh, Satan did. You know, you know, I say who would be in a right mind to now that God have blessed you, that God have opened doors for you. That God have elevated you, that God have given you uh, platforms to minister on. He's given you platforms even outside of the four walls, or He've allowed, He he've, he've lent uh, the ears of people to you for you to speak to them, and now you have become an agent of Satan because you now walking in this thing called pride. Uh huh, and you're hungry for power. Okay? And so when you do that, those spirits transfer. So the same spirit that you have, you got this arrogant way, this, this way about you that people should re- regard. They should they should speak. They should call. Every time they see you, they got to call you a doctor or apostle or, or a, a prophet or whatever. They got to call you that. Even, even in your home setting, you could be with your family. And if nobody don't reverence you as... Or, who had, or, you know, who God said you were. You know who you are. And so you're greedy for power. You're greedy for for, for people to notice you, for people to, to see you, for them to know, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Well, let me tell you, that's what the enemy did. That's what Satan did, okay? He wanted to, you know, when you find people that's in competition with you, that, you know... um, god talks about that that you know that that competitive spirit that that spirit that's that's satan that's the spirit of the enemy he have crept into the to the body of christ and he uses those that you know some people have knowledge of what they're doing and you got some they they haven't because it's so easy that's why i always ask god to keep this girl here humble keep me humble anytime if i see an inkling of anything rising up I man, I rebuke myself if I have to, because you never, ever want to uh, uh, promote yourself so much that you're now walking in that spirit that you, you know, this, this spirit of hunger for power. Like, you know, I'm powerful and people don't know me. They don't know me now, but they don't know me. It's not about me do let me ask you do you know if Satan know you then he's not going to come against you anyway uh Paul I know Jesus I know but who are you and see a lot of times and we worry about what the enemy can do to us because maybe we're not in right standing maybe we are doing things contrary to the word of God and so when you do things contrary to what God have told you not to do, then you start, then you start operating with a repubate mind. See, some leaders God have already fired. And they are they are working without pay from God, but they're working with pay from man because man can't see in the spirit to see that that individual have been fired. You know, and now since they've been fired from this job, now they're going to this job and then they're going to this job because that job saw not only did the job read their resume, but it read the spirit in them and saw that spirit of greed and power that was in that individual. And so that's, that person that saw that spirit and made, uh, uh, made a declaration within themselves and within that person to let them know, hey, let me say this to you Um uh, I appreciate you, and we'll call you. We don't call us; we'll call you. If you ever, you know, back in the day when you go look for a job, they said we'll give you a call. You already know what that's about. We'll give you a call. Now, some of them would call you for real, and so you got some leaders that can see you in the spirit realm. And you're saying that they are judgmental. No, they're not judgmental. You got some people that have that eagle eye; they can sense you coming even before you come, and you operating with that spirit of pride and hunger for power. And so when you. Start Start operating like that you're now operating in the spirit of Satan okay and the, and, the, and then you begin to place false doctrine into to the people's minds these spirits may what they may perform such activities upon people both who have and who uh, who have turned from God or people that you know you got some people that they, they have already themselves they're doing whatever everything under the sun that they want to do so they take to these type of people. They take to these type of people, and then they become the cheerleader for these people. Okay? Uh, These spirits may perform such activities upon people who have and who have not turned to God. Such attacks are often frequent and intense upon those who have heard God's word, so as to pride them away from God and truth. Luke 8, read Luke 8, 11 and 14. See, we got to know our word in order to know what God is saying. You got some people that are teachers and they can remember the entire Bible. Okay. I can't lie. I can remember. Now, God will will bring things back to your remembrance. Okay. You got some people can remember the Bible from A to Z. And those are great teachers. You know, they're, they're great to have. But you got some, they, you know, they remember to a certain degree, and some things they don't. They have to go back to that Bible, and that's good because all that you don't remember, all that you don't understand, get an understanding. Go to your word. Don't go by what people say because sometimes people will say things just to see what your answer is going to be just so they can judge and say, oh, you don't know your word. It's not that you don't know your word. Some people are good at remembering things uh, more than others, okay? Okay. And that's good because you got great teachers. You may be a great teacher. You remember everything. And that's a great thing. However, those who have ongoing intimate relationships with God, the Father, through the Son, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, have the support of Jesus and the Holy Spirit to withstand demonic attacks. Okay? Now, good angels also constantly battle evil angels on behalf. Moreover, some who has the Holy Spirit dwelling within him or her apparently is incapable of actually being possessed by an evil spirit. Though evil influence now and persecution may be successful, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. On the contrary, uh, an unsaved person is an open door for demonic oppression. I mean, I'm sorry, demonic possession, okay? Uh, Daniel, when you get a chance, read Daniel 10, 13, and 20, okay? And by the way, it is not up to a Christian nor anyone else to decide who. Let me go back because a lot of times we were so, so, so judgmental. We watched everything on everybody. I need mean, every one of you. I need mean, everybody that's listening. When you get in a position where you feel like that you have the right to judge people. I need you to carry a mirror around in your pocket. And every time you think about, uh, saying things that you have no knowledge of, take that mirror and open it up and take a long look. Okay. And I'm going to say this again, by the way, it is not up to a Christian nor to anyone else to decide who is and who is not repubate. Okay. I know you've been saved for about 40 years, 30 years, 20 years, and you think you got this thing whipped. So you're looking at everybody and you're judging everybody. Nobody have it. You got it. You you, you good at this. You good at that. Great. You tune your own horn. That's great. You're looking at people. You're judging them by what they look like on the outside because this person may minister different than you. God didn't make everybody the same. Okay? So... It's not your job to say who's who's saved and who's not saved, and who you know who's going to hell or who's going to heaven. Now, some people who whose appearance they may not look like you, they may not meet up to your standards, okay, or they may uh, look like they're living in a different way than you are, okay. Now, be careful about judging those people because they may be the very ones that. Um, that that's in heaven, and you'll be looking in the back of the line. Uh wondering, is that the person that I said that was a hip that was a demon that was unsaved that was doing this and doing that? I was judging them, and they make it in, and then you end up exiting going the, the wide to the wide road, the broad road that you know. So you gotta be careful of who you put your mouth on because you don't know who. Uh, God have selected as his own. You know, you may think that you are the one because every day you get up, you pray. Every day you get up, you may fast. You may wash your face in oil. You may do all the crossing the T's and dotting the I's and and you having Sunday school every Sunday. You having Monday school every Monday. You having school in Thursdays. You having, you doing all that and you doing a bunch of work. But what if your works is dead works to God? So we have to be careful because the Bible says only the pure in heart shall see him. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. So who have not lifted their, their soul to an idol. Now you may have you might have been worshiping idols. Idols don't mean necessarily a thing. It could mean a person. It could mean your money. It could mean your job. It could mean your you, you could be worshiping your husband or your wife. You ain't supposed to put nothing and nobody before God. I don't care who it is. You know, maybe you're worshiping your children. Maybe you're worshiping, you know, you're worshiping how much money you make. Or maybe you're worshiping what kind of car or truck you drive. Or what kind of house you live in. You may be worshiping all that stuff. Those things are idols. You know, but God said he that had clean hands and a pure heart. You know, see, God looks at the, the, the inner heart. Man looks at the outer appearance. He looks at what you look like on the outside you know you got a lot of ministries and certain things you can't you can't wear this you can't wear that you can't wear this you can't wear that they're not even worried about your the condition of your heart they're not worried about none of that they're looking at what you look like on the outside and then you got somebody that come in and they look saved and their heart is toe up their heart is bad they got they speaking in tongues 24 7. Every time they say something, they got to come in on a Honda and ride in on a, 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 a Pinto with all that good stuff. You got all that different stuff that they doing and, you know, uh, riding a Cherokee, doing all that stuff. They doing all this tongue speaking, but they don't speak to people. They hold grudges. They um, They talk bad about each other. they'll worship, they'll sit right next to to the person in the pulpit and they'll get up out of the pulpit and then leave and then go have dinner, talk about that person, eat, burp, laugh, go home get in the bed, go to sleep like nothing ever happened see those, the condition of your heart, you can do all these great works that you send as great works to you but is it good to God because God's looking at your heart you know, you ridiculing everything and everybody, you're not paying attention to your own life you're not you're not seeking to please God. You're seeking to please man and woman, and and away with with that. That some of you leaders, you all have the uh, favoritism. The Bible talks about having favorites. You got your favorites. If your if your minister, if your pastor is not preaching that Sunday, and he has someone else that he chooses to put in place to minister, you have the audacity to say, I'm not going this Sunday because my pre- my pastor is not preaching. Or you got a set of people, <clears throat> you have a set of people that you take, uh, that you take, like, you really take to them. That You really, you, you, can, you consider them in everything. Everything is about them. Okay? That was your favorites. You, you pump them up. You put them out there. Okay? Then you got that group over there. This is clicks. You got this group over here that you talk down on. You think God is in that? No, he's not. He's not in that. So now you're operating in a different spirit. You know, well, we don't fool with them. Well, you're supposed to be a child of God. Why you don't fool with them? You know, the Bible said that let the wheat and tan grow together and let God separate. If God didn't separate you, well, why are you why are you doing it if God didn't do it? See, he had to get on Rhonda about that. It didn't have to do with church. It has something to do with my personal life. You know, in my personal life, I was like, oh, I'm done. God said, no, I didn't tell you that. Because, you know, everybody have a position and a place in your life. And the ones you think that's supposed to be there. Because sometimes people can be so greedy and run after greed. And whoever's got the biggest like, that's where they go. Whoever that pumped them up the most, that's where they go. Whoever that give the most money, that's who they hang with. You know what I'm saying? You got your picks until something really happened." And then the one that you didn't take no notice to, that's the main one you'll end up needing in the end. And we have to be careful of that. And we got to go and research and search our hearts to see if our heart is really lining up with the word of God. Not our mouth. Not what we get up and preach and scream and holler and 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 say who's going to hell and who's not going to hell and who's going to heaven and who's not going to heaven. You know, uh if we if we preach kingdom more and we start talking about the blessings and 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 what God desire from his people more, you'll see more souls coming to the Lord. But because everything you preach, everything you preach and pray, everything is the devil is after you. Everything is the devil is on your trail. Everything is about the devil, devil, devil. You always praying about the devil. It's always the devil. What is God doing? What is God doing? If you start praying the promise, and now if God revealed to you a a certain spirit or certain demons or certain imps, oh yes, or by all means, you go to warfare. But every single day, you're fighting a devil every single day, what kind of lifestyle are you living to where you constantly fighting demons? Are you every day that you got a demon on your back that he's now? Don't get me wrong. Satan is is on the trail of God's people. But at the same time, you don't want to keep giving him. You shining light on him every time you you pump him up. He did this today. He did that. You're giving more reports about him than you're doing about God or what God is doing. So I just want you to be careful about that, okay? Now we're going to talk about the ministering angels, okay? Uh, now we do know there are numerous examples in the Bible about angels that ministered, okay? Uh, they gave aid, service, encouragement, and strength, okay, to people. Good angels are ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation, okay? I'm going to repeat that. I, I heard you in the back, okay? Uh, uh, the numerous examples in the Bible where angels ministered, that is, uh, they gave aid, service, encouragement, and strength to the people. Okay. Uh, good angels are ministering angels sent to serve those who will inherit salvation. Okay. Hebrews 1 and 14. When the prophet Elijah ran from his, ran for his life from that, that wicked, (laughs) that wicked that wicked, I'm stuck on wicked, Jezebel, who wanted him dead. He fled into the desert and when he said he was tired of the persecution, he prayed that he would die. Yes, he did. First Kings 19, 2 and 4, as he slept under a tree. Now, what I want to tell you is stop running. Okay. It wasn't meant for you to back up. Now, if you're going to run, that's why I tell a lot of leaders, don't talk big and then you run. Okay. It's just like a dog that bark, bark, bark. Woo woo, 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 And as soon as you open the gate, he start wagging his tail. Okay. Uh, he wasn't really wanting to bite. He's just doing all that barking. But the way he was sounding like, man, if you come near that gate, he would eat you alive. But the minute you open the gate and see what he'll do, that joke, it depends on the dog, man. Don't try that. But it depends on the dog. But some of them, you open the gate, they start wagging their tail and going down on the ground like, oh, yeah, I just want to play. You see what I'm saying? But we have to be careful of, of talking all the time. Yeah, I know. I told this person and I said this to that devil. I've been whooping this devil up and I've been doing this and doing that. And the devil sitting back laughing like, what? You just got through crying about what happened. You said you did what well to me. Okay. And the minute he come, you run. You know, um. Me and one of my brothers, we were laughing about it because you know how people are this mean war, and then you got your war clothes on, you battle ready, as soon as the battle comes, you take off your battle clothes and fold them up, put them in a box and tape it up because you now don't want to wear those clothes because those clothes represent something, okay? So you got to be careful when you're speaking these things and when you're saying certain things, and then when you get ate up, you want to go somewhere and, and, and just forget about preaching, forget about laying hands, forget about all the stuff God told you to do. Okay, now let me give you this. An angel touched him and said, get up and eat. Okay, he looked around and there uh, by his head was a cake of bread baked uh, uh, over hot coals and a jar of water. He ate and drank and then he laid back down again. Now he was getting really comfortable. He really had like, I'm done. Like this lady ran him up in the cave, Elijah, you hear me? <laughs> the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, "Get up and eat, for the journey is too much for you." So he got up, he ate and drank, strengthened by him, strengthened by that food. He traveled for forty days and forty nights. First Kings nineteen five and eight. Now, evidently, this was an angel of the Lord. Okay, evidently, had to be an angel of the Lord who was previously uh, had been identified as Jesus. Okay, um, when a decree was given uh, that everyone must pray to King Darius, Daniel refused to do so and continued praying to God. Okay, we're still talking about uh, these gods, okay, and these different angels. Okay, Daniel 6, uh, 6 and 10. Okay, as a result... He um, he was thrown into the lion's den, as we know. Uh, the next morning when the king called to Daniel in the den and asked him if God had rescued him. He was trying to be funny. Daniel replied, my God sent his angels to shut the mouth of these lions up. See, that's another thing. When you're so worried about what people thinking, saying, feeling, whatever they're feeling. God will shut their mouth. And I know some of y'all, you often hear me uh, when I'm praying, I say, God. Uh, teach me. My thing is teach me the words to say, Te- give me the words to say. So when I would pray, I would say, may the, the enemies that come up against me with words, may their tongue cleave to the root of their mouth and burn. May their words be incoherent and misunderstood. May they become confused before they even begin to speak my name. They will begin to forget my name. Yes, uh huh. And when they began to speak my name to another person concerning me, when it gets to that person's ears, it would turn to something else. Uh huh. So those are the things that Rhonda pray. And that every enemy that try to track or trace me in the realm of the spirit, that their tracks and their traces and their trails become burned up, that their foot become crooked, that their hands that they use. To try to uh, to perform their little evil deeds, may their hands become withered. And see, see, David, David used to man. David was something else with his prayer. Beat down the enemy and give me his neck. Man, David had some cold prayers, you know. And so, when you know how to really go to warfare in prayer, you know, you know, you know. They said the Bible said, if you don't know what to pray, pray, Our Father which are in heaven, you know. Um, But God, when you start operating in high, when you start dealing with high ranking demons, you better know that you better fight where the fight begins in high places. You can't come with them little bitty simple prayers. You better you better start praying and saying that every evil ought to be burned up by the fire. Everything that's on it that's not like God, I commanded by the blood of Jesus to catch a fire. Yes, every picture, every piece of hair, every chicken bone, everything that they're using, whether it's a name, whatever it is that's on that table, anything that is tied to me, my family, my children, my grandchildren, anything that is tied talk to me and the enemy have it on their dirty altar, may that altar become a blaze of fire with them attached to it. And so the enemy is not playing when he shoot out words against you. So you can't play when you're really hollering about this mean war. You better know what you're saying. And you better know when you open up those can of worms, you better be able to catch every last one of them. I don't care how quick they wither away. Okay. Now, an angel also physically aided, Pe- uh, aided Peter, okay, when he was in prison, bound between two soldiers with chains and with sentries, go- uh, with, with them guarding the, the entrance. I'm sorry. When an angel radiating light appeared to him in Acts t- uh, 12 and 6 and 7, after waking up Peter, the angel told him to get up and put on his clothes because the chains, ooh, my God. After waking up, Peter, the angel told him to get up and put on his clothes. Cause the chains, uh, caused the chains to fall off of his wrist and led him away. Past the guards. Oh my God. Through the iron gate. <laughs> to the street outside. Can you, ooh, can you say amen? We're going to stop there. And when we come back again, we're going to talk about the treacherous spirits and the tormenting spirits and things like that because it's good to get knowledge and understanding of what's going on. You need to know what you're fighting. You need to know a lot of times we pray and we hit and miss because we don't know exactly what we are fighting. You know, I always tell people or the tribe, I say, if you want to know who you are and who you are and what what's going on, uh, what is the devil fighting the most? If he's fighting your finances because he knows that you are a giver by nature you're not if you're if you're a person that you just that's just you just give to be seen or whatever yeah he'll allow you to do that because that's not really your heart you're just doing it because you want somebody to say oh thank you oh you're doing a good job you know that's that's what that is but uh if you're a person to where you you got healing in your hands he began to cause like arthritis different things going on in your hands and you always got problems going on with your hands and if you're a person that you're going to travel with you know your feet you know, during the gospel, he will begin to mess with your legs and feet, cause things to go on with your legs. Every time you turn around, you got problems with your feet, problems with your legs, because he knows that you're going to travel places and you're going to use your feet to do so. Okay? If he's messing with your mind, he's messing with your head constantly, he knows that you are anointed, that you're heavily anointed, that you have words of wisdom in you, words of knowledge in you. He know that you're going to uh, claim back the people uh, for God. He know this. He know you got all that in you and you start messing with your eyes and you start messing with your ears and you start messing with your mouth. He know that you have a prophetic gift that you're able to speak things and you got people, you got to be careful when, when you start, when God started raising you up, then he will send a person to come and start speaking things that used to be in your life because they don't have a right now prophetic word they will start speaking curses like uh you think that you're gonna do this and do that and do that those are curses you know um that people speak you know you think you're gonna do this and and you this and that and you you still and they're talking about something that is old like you know you got people that give you uh prophecies of something that's old well you know, only thing that now God is not going to remind you of anything old. But sometimes if nobody don't know anything about you and they may come to you and say, you know, you used to deal with this and God brought you out of this. And now this is where you're going. That's different. But if you got somebody that's prophesying to you and everything they're talking about is something that's old, something that you done came out of and God had delivered you from and they still talking about that, you know, be careful about that. Okay, those those spirits, be careful about that. But the next time when we come back on, we're going to talk about the treacherous spirits and uh, the tormenting spirits and different things. Because so many people are being tormented. But I'm not going to go into that right now. Uh, And you got Christian people that are being tormented. Okay? Uh, Be careful who you put your mouth on because you know Judas was tormented. He was tormented in his mind. Mm -hmm. He ended up taking his own life. But nevertheless, we're going to get ready to close this thing out. I appreciate every last one of you. I appreciate everything that you do. You don't have to come and listen to anything on this podcast, but I thank you to all my faithful listeners and those that are coming on to be you know, a part of what we're going and what we're doing because uh, the platform is growing. What I mean by platform, your ears. And, and when you hear what God is saying to you, then you can go share it to others. You know, anything that you don't want to just get fed off the word. You want to share the word with others. Be a good steward over God's word. Share his word. When, when someone gives you something good that God has given because you know, people are bad about reporting bad news. But what about when something is good given out? Why not share that? Share it, share it, share it. And so um, I want to be a good steward over the things that God has placed me over. So I thank you for, for those who have been very faithful to, uh, to tuning in on the podcast, on my TikTok, on YouTube, on Facebook, and just different platforms that I'm on. Thank you. I don't take people for granted. And I love you from the heart and not from the lips, cause a pair of lips will say anything. I want you to be encouraged, and I want you to to prosper and be in great health. I'm in great health. I'm in great health. I speak help over you, great help over you right now. I speak that every shackle is being broken right now over your life. I speak that the spirit of torment is being broken off of your life. I speak that you will succeed as God said that you will succeed. Yes. In the name of Jesus, I know for without a shadow of a doubt that God is a healer, that God is a deliverer. God is going to deliver you. God is going to heal you. He's doing it right now as I speak. He's healing you from those headaches. He's healing you from those backaches. He's healing you from all of the, the diseases that's been put out by man. God is healing you right now as I speak. He is healing you. He's healing all those bad thoughts. He's healing you from that. He's healing you from that that hurt, that 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 trauma that you went through. God is healing you right now. God is healing you from that trauma. See that that you that that you went through. You grew through it. See, we don't go through; we grow through. You're growing through all the the thing. It's called the process. You're being processed. So I speak healing over your life. I speak restoration over your life. You shall, you shall, you shall be free. You shall, you shall be made whole. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, this is Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals as well as the Lion of the Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony is your portion. God bless you. Until next time.